Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us today on the podcast. Jennifer Bartlett. Hello. Live and in person. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> live and in person. Robbie Croyle. Also live and in person and COVID free. COVID free. Oh, Boom. I'm COVID free too. Oh, but that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's hey. probably really good since we're in person. We're all sitting in the same room together. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So good when we're COVID free. Yep. There mm-hmm. you go. And myself, Logan, I'm here. Maybe. Mm. Possibly. On this laborious day. Or it's a CGI figure of Logan. Never mind. Lost reference. Forget all right. it. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, let's uh let's kick her off with a little little laughing at ourselves and the fact that we oh. you know, we're just having too much fun. Two weeks in a row. Oh. This is the revenge of the tech issues. Tech 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 shortcoming two point oh. Tech. What happened this time? Well, have you looked at the stream? I did because I know I had twenty five percent dropped. Because it was a hot jumpy mess. Yeah. 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 It was a hot jumpy mess. Did you figure out why? Maybe. Hashtag more testing required, but I I have a decent idea. Okay. Uh, it was giving us an error that uh, we were. We might have just been working my computer too hard. It was like, I, I don't know what exactly was the cause of that, if we changed a setting or something, but uh, it was having trouble with the encoding. Needed Big Sur has not been your friend. No. You know, we're going to, I'm going to just ignore the fact that all of this is happened after i did an update not let it traumatize me out of ever doing updates ever again post operation update uh yeah no we had all sorts of tech issues so that was cool and then the bulletin Mm -hmm. the bulletin shortcoming the second one oh no one more, but oh, go no. back with bulletin. The shortcoming on the bulletin is that we had the wrong day. If you're in person. If you're in person. Online, it was fine, but in person, the bulletin read that it was September 3rd. Second. 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 Ah, Thursday, September 2nd. Yep. The day <laughs> because I, that was the day we did the bulletin. That's the day I did the bulletin, and I saved the file as September the 5th, which was Absolutely. Correct. Yep, well done. And I don't know, but in the middle of the night, or not in the middle, but I was like getting ready for bed and going, did I? It's did weird I? that you remembered it. Oh, yeah. No, my brain totally caught up. You know, it was a good the buffering hours the, later. The color wheel stopped turning. Yeah. Finally loaded. Love it. Mm. Oh, Love yeah. it. Well, and, you know, oddly enough, that is on topic because as we've talked about in weeks past... We have started doing things, and so normally, like the bulletin would get pounded out at the last minute because that's the last thing we get to. But now we're like fighting to work it in on Thursday, and yeah. it came back and it bit us this time. Not that hard. No, it was just kind of funny, but nevertheless, we'll we'll have a giggle at our own expense. 
Yeah. <laughs> you like it. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the wrong address, the wrong ver- set of verses. I mean, we we. Oh yeah, that was a hot mess too. Yeah, that was so. In I'm the slides. Or when over Marty's video, Deuteronomy just pops up. All related to that, yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, first service, I I put the slides together, and I was using my own sermon notes, okay. which was a terrible decision, because in my sermon notes I had dyslexic, and instead of reading Deuteronomy, uh, what is it? Was it five fifteen? What? Yeah. So you you flop. I flip flop the numbers. Yeah. So if it was no. fifteen five, if that was real, then you on the program you. I had five fifteen. Five fifteen. Okay. And so the wrong verse was in there. Now in first service, I just read off of my sermon notes. Okay. And, and I read the verse read off of there, else. and everyone else is looking at this verse like that. Well, uh, that's, that's not, not right. even remotely. But it was ESV. I did remember to change the translation. That was correct. (laughs) Killing it. And so it's mid-service, second service, and I'm going, oh, I forgot to change that in between. And so I'm going, I think I could fix this because there's a eight-minute video playing. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Oh. And so I go into the program and I I copy the the set verses and all of a sudden Michael next to me, he's like, he's like, he's freaking out and he's like, he's trying to get, trying to get my attention. And like, I, I don't know what he's doing exactly, but he's like, rah, 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 you know, I guess <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I look over and as I look to look over to see him, I see the screen shot on with, the, on with the monitor. Marty. And I could tell what everybody else is seeing, and <laughs> that Marty's face is covered with text. Yeah. And you know, he is about being in the text. He is totally into being in the text. I kept waiting for you to look up because I'm like, I am trapped in the back row. I can't. Look. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't paying attention. You I'm did listening. not look up once during that. <laughs> no, I listened. To, I listened to that. I could practically tell you that video. <laughs> I've listened to that thing so many times. I'm not gonna watch him again. I mean, he's pretty. He's a good-looking guy, but I mean, I just get a little beard jealous at this point. So you know. So then I'm trying. So now I have to clear the text off the screen. I yep. knew how to do that. That's good. Nice. And then I added the slides in, and and I was all I, I was all set. This is going to work perfect, <laughs> except for you didn't follow the same pattern as the first service. You decided <laughs> to use the. I read the confidence monitor. Yes, you did. And so instead of skipping, <laughs> I'm now reading both five fifteen and fifteen five back to back and calling them one thing. Which I was thinking, wow, maybe he just threw the verse before that, but that sounds a little weird. But all right, it's on the <laughs> it's on the screen. It kind of made sense. Or, like they they almost it, it, it like it was it wasn't so gratuitously like two different thoughts. I didn't notice. I One mean, led into the other, kind of. It was very strange. I, I, I was having a giggle. Uh, so I was having a giggle. Just charged mm. right on, and I w- and it wasn't even super important. I was just trying to review the stop part. Right. So that was, yeah, 
lot of lot of kerfluffle over a very small, quick quote of That's the text. Funny. So there you go. There you go. I noticed a spelling error. The what? I noticed a spelling error in our. Uh, oh. I think it was one of our core values. No, it was our mission statement. Intentional did not have an N. It's been like that for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well. Fan. I know it's not the core values because I cut and paste those in. You copy and paste? All right. Well, uh, I copy and paste. <laughs> I have it, we, it's been in there so long I haven't touched those in months. Okay. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where it was. All right, we'll have to go check. <laughs> Jeez. Yikes. Mission Ridge falling apart at the seams. Please volunteer for the tech team. We need help. Please. Anyway, all right. Well, let's talk about the Ten Commandments. Let's dig into some footnoty goodness here. As stated in the sermon, the Ten Commandments are all relational and i think what i'm going to do is i'll probably tag a i'll I'll drop a link in the show notes for a sermon phenomenal sermon by marty solomon okay coming at it again uh in the middle of they they did a sermon series on the ten commandments okay and he dropped this sermon in the middle of it and this is where i've Maybe where I first heard about the connections here that we that I want to talk about, but I I might have heard about it elsewhere also. And to be clear, he's getting this from Rabbi Foreman. So if you want to just go check out Aleph Beta uh, and check out Foreman's teachings on this, then you'd be getting there. But Marty drops the works some Jesus into it, which Foreman's not going to do because he's not a Jesus follower. He's just a Jew. Right. Uh, so... Marty takes it a step further. Would recommend. I'll put that in the show notes, and you can check it out if you're interested. So inclined, but we'll give you a little, a little, a little tasting, a little, uh, a little uh, teaser. Shall there we you say? go. Maybe for that. Yeah. So we got these ten commandments, and imagine them with me here, since you're on a podcast, in your mind, one through five on your left in a column, and and six through ten in the right on a column. Right, and they're all lined up. So we have, I am the Lord, your God, mm-hmm. is the first one on the left column. And you've got no murder on the right column. You have no other gods before me on the left column, no adultery on the right column. You have the Lord's name. Keep you know, Don't take the Lord's name in vain on the left column. You have no stealing on the right column. You have keep the Sabbath holy on the left column and no false witness on the right column. You have uh, honored mom and dad on the left column and no coveting on the right column. Now, we won't go all we won't go over all of these. We'll go over a couple of these just to just to get us kind of like ah oh, start to realize what's going on here, and then you guys you guys can go chase these down. But I said in the sermon, the left column, the ones I am the Lord your God, all the way down to honor mom and dad are all about vertical relationships. Right. It's, uh, it's about uh, Staying in right relationship with authority, with an authority figure, kind of. And these are all about me relating with God, even even the honor mom and dad. It's a vertical relationship because they are above you. It's different than even different than your boss. Like you, you can treat your boss and then like yeah, honor your boss and stuff. But right. your mom and dad have a different sort of power over you. Right. Even if you have a terrible mom and dad, 
they still, because they've affected your life. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. They've affected your life in a way that nobody else has. And they brought you into an existence. Right. Which is a reflection of God. Vertical relationship. Okay. <clears throat> On the right-hand side, you got all these horizontal ones. How I interact with somebody. Like, if I murdered somebody, it would probably break our relationship. It's going to be detrimental to that. If I'm constantly lying to you, it would be const that would be a problem for our relationship, etc. Uh, so we got our vertical and horizontal. But the, the thing here is that there's a correlation between the two. And they're they're tied together. Mm -hmm. um, if you imagine these in these these pillars, right? So perhaps the easiest one to see is the correlation between number two and number seven. No other gods. You won't have any. Don't don't have any other gods before me. Don't have any idols. Right. And no adultery. Adultery. Pretty sure we're probably all familiar with the concept. You cheat on somebody. You, mm -hmm. instead of your spouse, you are now going and shacking up with the neighbor. shacking up with somebody else. Uh, you are taking, you're 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 acting outside of this. Somebody that you should be tied to. Uh, just just two people. You're now bringing in a third party, mm -hmm. or you're leaving that person to go to a third party. Having uh, putting other gods before God, having false idols, mm -hmm. you are now cheating on God with another deity. You are, or you're trying to bring another deity into the relationship, or uh, picture it this way. So there's this correlation between the two that they're kind of communicating the same thing. Uh, the Lord's name. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. <clears throat> and no stealing. There's a correlation between these two. When you take the Lord's name in vain, you are literally you're taking his name and you're misusing his name because you're you're carrying his name. That's what it's talking. It's not just talking about cussing. Like that's that's a, a bad Right. That's that's not what the that's not what the 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 commandment is talking about, really. Uh it's not just talking about like taboo, dirty language. It's talking about taking God's name and ruining that, absconding with it and, and misusing it, misappropriating it, right? Think about stealing. You're taking something that you shouldn't have or you're, or you're misappropriating something you are absconding with. There's a connection between these two. Yeah, not taking the Lord's name in vain is like uh, not saying you're a Christian and then acting very contrary to. Yeah. Don't 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 identify as a God follower, and then live very differently. Yeah. So these are like the pastors that you see. Like the image I get in my head are like priests that have been accused of stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Like. Yeah. Or the, you know, the priest that steals from the, mm -hmm. you know, the pastor that's stealing from the tithing plate. Right. Uh, or, or any other sort of action. Like you're, yeah, you're those taking, are... you're, yeah, you're abusing God's name and you're, you're, you're bringing shame upon that. Right. 
uh, in that. So, acting in a in a manner that is, you're you're, you're misusing God's name. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So the and so there's there's these correlations. We don't like I said we don't need to go through all of these. There's these horizontal correlations between these where they're all interconnected. And we've got these vertical relationships and these horizontal relationships, <coughs> commandments, and they all start to group together. And where this actually comes down to is <coughs> when they ask Jesus about the two greatest commandments, or what's the greatest commandment? Mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Right. That's a that's a thing from, uh, is it Hillel? Yep. Yep, it's Hillel. Uh, so it's a thing from a, a rabbi named Hillel. When he was asked, he and basically they'll say he boiled down the Ten Commandments into two. Interesting. And Jesus is is citing and taking with this, and you can you can take that and run with it. And it changes. And what Marty does in the sermon, not to give it away, spoiler alert, but it changes his view on love and how okay. he sees love. Interesting. Heartily recommend the sermon. I've listened to it many times since he has preached it. Cool. That's one that I've come back to quite often. I'm, a, I'm excited stuff. to listen to it. So, 10 relational commandments. Yeah, these are fun. I mean, you think, you think you know, keep the Sabbath day holy. You should not bear false witness. Yeah. Try oh. to figure, before you go, okay, before you go listen to the sermon, try to figure out the rest of them. Yeah, and look for the correlations. Wrestle with it a little bit. Mm. See if you can figure out how they. See if you can figure out how he boils them down. Then go listen to the sermon and be like, "Ah, I was completely right, wrong. Nope." <laughs> Maybe you'll get it. I don't. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, could be the, cool. The matching of the you should not murder. That's, and I am the Lord. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Not coveting mom and dad, honor your father and your mother. Yep. All right. Keep the Sabbath. Don't bear false witness. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Go wrestle. It'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Point being, Sabbath is relational. Mm -hmm. There you go. I like it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Tell me about a book. Uh, So during our Sabbath, Christy, uh, she goes, uh, she goes, this workbook I'm working through talks about the same things that you guys have been talking about in your sermon series. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> so she's working through uh, the anxiety and phobia workbook. Uh, her counselor asked her to go through this. And he told her to go through one chapter while he was gone, and she's gone through three chapters. Apparently, she doesn't have a phobia about big workbooks. Way to overachieve on that, too. Like, you say one, I'll do three. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you walk so, two miles when they ask you to walk one? Mm-hmm. Is that what this is? So yeah. this this book's talk, it, some of the things that's talking through is like how to start to relax again, you know, when you've had PTSD type experiences and and this book's talk, the chapter she's working through is talking about downtime, and they recommend of having 
one hour per day of downtime. Okay. One day per week, and one week out of every 12 to 16 weeks, which works out about four weeks a year. Of downtime. Of downtime. Okay. Vacation, like that four nice. weeks of vacation. And and they recognize that in America, in the U.S., we do not vacation like other countries do. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Alarm. And so if you're wondering, well, what do they recommend you do during this downtime? Well, rest time recreation time, and relationship time. Huh. Rest, recreation, relationship. Kind of similar to what we've been talking about. Oh, darn. That's <laughs> super similar to the rule of life. Yeah. That's like three quadrants of it. Well, and I mean, they're huh. telling you to stop, so it's actually four. Well, oh, yeah, stop, rest, delight, contemplate. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I was talking rule of life where it's oh, like, yeah. you know, branches, you know, separation of. Okay. Yep. I. That was the other thing. Rule of life. Yeah. That's what we were going to talk oh, okay. about. All right. Yeah. We can what talk about a that. segue. <laughs> we can totally talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So rule of life. Yeah. And the rule of life, you got the four quadrants, right? And so mm-hmm. you've got uh, your basically the, he calls it. I, I, I disagree with Scazzaro in the book. He calls rest and then uh, spiritual, like time with God, rest, relationship, and work. And rest ends up being, like Sabbath isn't actually in the rest category. Okay. Rest is essentially delight. Okay. Or enjoyment. Hobbies. Mm-hmm. Fun would all be terms that would be probably more useful to describe them in my mind. Okay. Uh so, for example, uh, aquariums and shooting and bike riding and hunting are all things that fall into my what I call delight category quadrant right. uh, over in the spiritual connection with God quadrant. I've got daily devotion. You know, it's time in for LTG reading. I've got Sabbath. I've got prayer time. Uh, a wee, wee, very wee little bit of that. Uh, <laughs> Super Sabbath would fall in that one, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, kind of, in, in my mind, that's kind of, I, I throw that one in there, in that category. Uh, it's kind of a split between that and work. Work is obviously work. Anything that has to do with work falls in that category. And then and then the, the last quadrant is relationships. And so that would, for me, that would be friends and family and, and everybody that's my relational connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea with the rule of life is that you split up your time and you balance your schedule and it doesn't have to be exactly hour for hour. That, that's not the goal. That's right. not the goal. The goal is to be balanced. So some things are going to be weightier. Um, so Sabbath is obviously a heavy hitter in the connection with God category. Mm-hmm. If you're married, then time with your spouse Relational time with them is a, a heavy hitter in the relationship category. That's going to take up a yep. large chunk of that right. and should. Uh, if it doesn't, probably things probably aren't going well. 
and in the in the fun category, the delight category, if you will, the the, the hobby category, right? D- whatever you have, mm-hmm. you know, might be, you know, for me, a, a, aquariums take up a, a decent amount of time uh, in that category, or you know, whatever. Or maybe vacation, one week of vacation falls in that. And so, but it's it's living a balanced life, right. and at the core of that is your relationship with God and everything you do stems from that. Mm-hmm. And I'm is guess- the idea. I'm guessing it's not like each quadrant needs to be 25%. No. But if you see that work is 80% and yeah. the other three are only 20, you sure. are needing to balance. Yep. balance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, or the first time I did it, I wrote down... So I started off by listing everything that I wanted to have or I could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, work stuff, easy to list. I know what I have to do. I've got it listed on like five whiteboards and you know I've got to-do lists coming out my ears, right? That's easy to list. Uh, relationships, pretty, pretty simple to list off people that I spend time with and I want to spend time with. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Delight, I got to that category. The things that I, hobbies and activities that I enjoy. And I had a billion things that I like to do, but I'm looking at it and I wasn't doing any of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yep. Just like, and maybe, maybe movies were still, I would make it to a movie here and there, but I wasn't, it was where I could fit it in. Right. And so a lot of times that's, I'm exhausted and I'm not even enjoying it necessarily. I'm just like, I, I have to do something. I can't stop. Right. Because if I stopped, then the uncomfortable thoughts would come in and that would be terrible. Right. So <clears throat> so we have to keep busy with with stuff. That's necessary. Uh and then the time with God, disciplines, prayer, Sabbath, relatively simple to right. they there doesn't have to be a bunch of those. And that the, the nice part about that one is that Sabbath is a huge heavy hitter for that. Like that that's my connection time with God majority of that is sabbath mm-hmm. uh so you start kind of listing them out and then then i started to work them into a schedule and they're not take it doesn't take up you know 25 25 and 25 percent right. of my time like that's because there's think of it as think of it as a recipe yeah i think this analogy will work okay it's uh this is, this is gonna this is gonna work great you have a bowl of spaghetti. Okay. When you put together a bowl of spaghetti, some sort of pasta dish, mm-hmm. you got some noodles, mm-hmm. you have a sauce, maybe you have some meat in there, and you got some spices. So imagine your week as a pasta dish. For me, work is going to take up an, a chunk of time hours-wise. So it's the pasta. A, it's probably the pasta. The next biggest thing would probably be the sauce, right? Um, so for me, that's probably a toss-up between... Oh, I'm not sure which is the sauce now. No, no, now I'm... Ooh. I was going to say it's a toss-up between relationship and delight for what takes more time. But 
rest. Sabbath might might actually be. I was gonna say tab- Sabbath kind of tips it over. Yeah, that that might actually take up a bigger chunk. May- maybe I I'd have to look at it, and I I haven't actually graphed out the hours that each of these fall into. But so then we'll we'll say connection time with God takes up the sauce, mm-hmm. right? And then. Uh, for most people, relational time, like if they got a family or something, that's going to take up a huge chunk of time too. So that might be the meat in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And then your delight, things, your fun hobbies, etc. that might be the seasoning. And if you put the same amount of ounces of seasoning as you did spaghetti... Ouch. Oh. That's going to suck. It's going to yeah. be It's going to be some terrible spaghetti. That's like the three-year-old that doesn't, or, you know, the seven-year-old that doesn't know the ratios, and they're just uh-huh. like, sure. I need sugar in here. Yeah, like, right? Like, or or they pour salt in the first time. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that one's good, too. Right? So the, the, the concept is it, it doesn't have to be an even number of hours to balance out, because some things are going to be more concentrated than others, mm-hmm. right? Uh, relational time with your family might, and it might be a double dipper, right? Like for me, hanging out with my friends, oftentimes I'm doing the things that I delight. Right. We might go to a movie together, for example, or w- whatever, right? So you can be a double dipper for some of those things. That's that's more delight than relationship. I mean, not a whole lot of conversation going on if you're doing okay, the movie, so right? Depends you- on the movie, depends on the people. <laughs> we'll say that. Shooting. Mystery. I was going to say shooting. you go shooting. I together. go shooting with people. Mystery theater. Th- Mystery science theater three. Like <laughs> when I go to, the, I used to do that with Josh. We would go to terrible movies and roast them while we were. That's relational time. Yeah. Everybody's looking at you like shut up. Well, yeah, we do it in a theater that didn't have anybody in it, and then we'd be angry when people would come to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean this isn't just for us? Get out of here. We don't yeah. want you here. Go home. That's why Boo. I came to the late showing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but you, you get my concept there. You can, you yeah. can double dip on, on stuff like that. So that's kind of a, a, a quick, brief, abbreviated overview, mm-hmm. brief look at rule of life, I guess, and how we, how we can use that. Now, when I've, gone through this with people I've been discipling, uh, especially coming out of COVID, super, super, super out of balance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and even when I went through it for myself, but, but especially after COVID, uh, the relational piece, which I think pre-COVID would have been, you know, relatively balanced. Mm Mm-hmm selling became out of balance because we stopped going to each other's houses just for pizza or just to watch the football game or just to yep. whatever. And we, we end up all doing all those things in our homes. And mm-hmm. even now it's, there's, it's a great question of, well, how much do we engage? Mm-hmm. But there's a reality that we have to engage. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to delight, and we have to rest, and we were created for all these things. And maybe, maybe it looks a little different today for for a little season, but sure. But 
we have to remember that we were created for these things. Good stuff. Good stuff. There you go. I like it. You guys ready for some physics? Oh, this. <laughs> let's get physics. Oh, oh. man. Mm, I didn't take physics in high school. <clears throat> You're going to be fine. Okay. This is like low level, and I'm going to butcher it. It's going to be hilarious. Okay. It's going to be so good. Uh, Super dope. So on footnotes a few weeks ago, came up with the gas analogy mm-hmm. that your busyness is like a gas. And then looking at this, and we were like, wow, that should come back for the final one. And it it, it does. Like this is a this is a concept for some people very difficult to wrestle with. I've had this conversation with some people the last couple of weeks. It is an uncomfortable conversation because the tyranny of the urgent, your life will fill up all of your life. Crazy. Right. right? It'll take up all the space you give it. Uh but then, I think it was Monday night. I don't know. It was late. It was late. It was 11.30 one night. I was working on things, working on this on the sermon and kind of processing through some stuff and decided, all right, I got to call my dad because if I'm going to use an analogy that's physics and gas and stuff, I, I better get this right. I got I to gotta check this. Yeah. Yep. Is your dad a night owl that he was up at like 11? Oh, yeah. my fa- my sister was FaceTiming my parents at that point. They were all hanging out in the kitchen with a family friend. And and I got thrown into a FaceTime. <laughs> I wasn't even on FaceTime. I'm just listening to the... It was ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah, no, my family, they don't know what sleep is. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, <laughs> in bed before 12. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so, yeah, totally fine. Um, so, I call home and, yep. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna run through this. So I'm talking through the analogy with my dad, and and we 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 wrestle through it. We clarify it. My initial one, if you go back and listen to previous weeks, where it's, I, I had I think I had the, I think I said an inert gas versus a volatile. That that yeah. was not quite scientifically accurate. Okay. We have refined it. We mm. have processed the gas analogy, <laughs> and put it into a usable form. So here goes. Your busyness, your life, is like a gas. It will always expand and take up every bit of the container that you put it in. Because this is how a gas acts and operates. It Mm -hmm. will expand, and the pressure will go down as it expands, because pressure is the atoms and molecules are packed in tighter versus expanded out. Right, But if you put too much gas in the container, the pressure will make it explode. Okay. It will burst the container because the pressure will become too much. Now, if your busyness, if your life is a chill, stable, inert gas, then you will be able to fit more into the container before the temperature goes up. So as you keep adding more stuff in, if you put more gas in a container, eventually the rising pressure, the the molecules bumping into each other, more and more and more and more, will increase the temperature, which is what will make it explode. It will eventually reach, uh, it will break from the pressure. If your busyness is a mix of some reactive gases, okay, okay, so that was an inert gas, mm-hmm. just like run-of-the-mill life, you try to put too much in, eventually it'll break from the pressure. Right. Mm. So now we're going to talk about chaotic life. 
which in this analogy is a mixture of some reactive gases. I feel like I'm going to be attacked real soon. <laughs> Maybe. So like this could be life coming at you hard in the fast lane. Uh, maybe some health issues or financial woes or your kids are a teenager just in general. Um, I'm not trying to attack you, Jen, but no. <laughs> she leaned back in her chair just for this. Uh, so if, you're, if your life is full of a bunch of reactive things that are, that are more volatile, chaotic, hard life events, then the amount that you can put into the container before is not as much before it hits a flashpoint and breaks from the pressure. For those of you that are uh, mechanically inclined, a diesel engine will work this way. This is what my dad and I were uh, talking through. And, and the diesel engine, you put these reactive, you, the, from your gas, mm -hmm. you put the reactive elements in there and the pressure, it pressurizes them real quick and it reaches a flashpoint, explodes and drives the piston. Okay. It's my understanding of this. <clears throat> for those of us that are diesel inclined. So you've got less stuff that you can fit in before it reaches that flashpoint. Your chaotic life events are going to decrease the amount of things that you can do. So if we look, we can apply this back to the rule of life. If you have a bunch of really hard relational stuff, you have to take things out of that relational category. You might not have as much time for some extra friends mm -hmm. or whatnot. And you're going to need some more maybe rest and delight time to counterbalance that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you have a bunch of stuff going on in work, then you might have to reduce some stuff. You might have to reduce quantity in the other areas and increase the quality of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby, that's working. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, bonus analogy here. <laughs> Bonus analogy, Sabbath. How does Sabbath work with this gas, gas analogy? Well, gas, uh, so because the temperature increases and the pressure builds, there are two ways you can keep the container from exploding. You can either put a pressure release valve on it mm -hmm. and reduce the pressure by letting stuff out, or you can cool it off so that the temperature doesn't increase. Okay. So you have to cool it down so that it never reaches that flash point. So, in our beautiful little analogy here, Sabbath will act as a pressure release valve and or a cooling agent. Okay. So, I hit myself. I've got all sorts of chaotic life events going on and pressure's building and I'm about to reach break like I'm about to reach burnout breakdown. And God comes in with Sabbath and I stop and I rest and I delight in him and I contemplate he, like, wraps it in an ice bath. He wraps <laughs> that puppy in an ice bath. And suddenly your week ain't so chaos. Yeah. If that don't work, I don't know what does. That's fantastic. So uh, good. Maybe I, me and Kyle like that. That was, that was, uh, I, he wanted to know it after service. So we were, we As were, we a were non science person, I get it and I like it. I think that's just a, that's just a ton of fun right there. <laughs> Sabbath is a pressure release valve. Oh, <laughs> baby. That'll preach. <laughs> oh, that did preach? I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Love That's it. a gas analogy. Love it. That's a gas. That's a foot down on the gas analogy. 
I don't yeah. Can we stop making car analogies? <laughs> I don't know. They're funny. They're a gas. <laughs> yeah, this is ghastly. Yep. Uh. Shocking. Oh. Everybody will gasp. Oh, brother. That's all I got. All right. Cool. <laughs> hey, it's the end of the Sabbath series. Oh. We can go back to Sabbath being easy now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're not talking about it, God will be like, okay. Mm. What is the Maybe I'll get a couple normal Sabbaths here. <laughs> what is the next thing the Lord's going to be convicting us on? Discipleship for 10 weeks. Whew, let's do it. You ready for some hard relationships with people? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Been there, done that, writing a book on it. Are you? Well. You should. You should write a book. It'd be great. I I'd s- read it. Thank you. Once. That's all? Once. Would you buy it, though? That's what I really need. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. Bestseller, I'm, here I come. I tend to be a sucker <laughs> for supporting my friends that produce things. Okay. So... I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So there you go. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Well, as always, if you got any questions, concerns, comments, send them to us at info at missionridge.church, and we will respond to you. Absolutely. Either by talking about it on the Footnotes podcast or, I don't know, replying or setting up a message or, I don't know, something. We'll talk back. So uh, give us a holler. There you go. We'll be uh, we're switching locations this week. It's very important to remember. That is that. important. I was almost going to sign off without mentioning that we are not going to be at our offices this week. We are in a new location and a new time. So join us for services on Sunday at four thirty. At four thirty in the afternoon, four thirty p.m. past at, midday at All Souls All Souls Church, one three zero East Broadway. In downtown Missoula. I really, I have no doubt in my mind that I'm still going to try to show up here at 1030. Like, I'm going to be that person. I might person. be here just to take pictures. Just set up and, like, take photos of people from a long ways off, like telephoto lens. Uh-huh. It'd be great. Look Maybe. At, look at that fool showing up. <laughs> Live stream it. It'll be great. It'll be great. But until then... I still don't have a really good sign-off, like. Well, big gulp. See you later. There you go. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more Footnotes.